I do not own the rights to the music that you hear in the background. When I was 17, I graduated from high school. And the quote that I wrote on my yearbook page said, as soon as you trust yourself, you will know how to live. At the time, all that I knew was that the quote was by someone whose name was Goth. I since have learned that his entire name was Johann Wolfgang von Goth. So I guess I can either view this one of two ways. Either at the age of 17, yes, I would say that I was very mature for my age. Um, me choosing the quote that I did, it did speak to me. And, and I would like to think that I have lived my life since that time with that thought and other thoughts that I've learned along my life's journey. So this reflection is coming about partly due to the fact that last year, 2020, would have been our 45th reunion. However, because of COVID, it was rescheduled until this year. I would say the other impetus would be that tonight, which is Monday, April 26, 2021, we have what's called a super pink moon in Scorpio. And this moon is supposed to be um, very intense and one of the more transformative supermoons of 2021. So what this moon represents is shifting of our realities, bringing about pure love, tapping into our passion and our dreams, um, as well, letting go of what no longer serves you. Be that past hurts, disappointments, etc. So when I looked up the entire name of the author, I came across this article and it was on a blog. And the name of the blog was philosophyblog.com. And he wrote a blog about this exact quote. So I'm going to paraphrase one or two things that he said. He summed up the quote by saying, which path 
will get you to where you truly wish to go. When you trust yourself and answer honestly, then you will know. So I guess the point is as one goes through life and as I've gone through my life, the whole point was to become more familiar with who I am, who I was as a person at that time. Was I being true to who I thought I was? Now, certainly, at the age of 17, um, it can be submitted that your life is, is just beginning. I mean, you're getting ready to go away to college, have new experiences, meet new people. If you're lucky, if you haven't had an opportunity to travel up to that point, you know, maybe you, you travel. I did do um, a semester at American University in Washington, D.C., which was 180 degrees uh, different than the college that I attended, which was Trinity College in Hartford, Connecticut. But it wasn't the first time that I had traveled because uh, my father was in the military and I had traveled throughout most of my formative years, including living in Germany. So all that to say, at the soon-to-be age of 64, do I think that this quote still has meaning for me? Or is it time for me to reassess? Or is it time for me to get back in touch with the words, the meaning behind this quote. So I spent most of today asking myself some questions and doing additional research. So part of my life has been, I've always been one, hopefully, to live in the moment. I've tried to have what I like to call adventures. And I think people that know me will indeed agree that I do have adventures. Um, And by adventures, I just mean if I have an opportunity to travel or partake of an experience, be that an artistic experience, a cultural experience, Um, if I have the time and the money to do so, I've done so. Because I learned at an early age that tomorrow is not promised to us. And while we hope we will live to get to elder status or a ripe age or riper age, the truth of the matter is that we die a little bit every day. So we owe it to ourselves to to live our best life. Now, what is your best life, you might ask? That 
will be different for everybody. And that's what makes this whole retrospection fun for me. Um, I've always journaled and written down my thoughts, my dreams, my hopes. And for the most part, for the most part, I would say things that I have written down have come to fruition. So after a year or more of being in what I like to call a global timeout, people had an opportunity to really think about their life, the lives of those that are near and dear to them, and try to assess, because the world as we know it will never be the same, what kind of life, what type of person did you want to be moving forward? So are you comfortable enough with yourself to know what indeed you truly want or desire? Are you or have you sat with yourself, been quiet, been still, and listen to whatever comes to the forefront? What do you like to do? What don't you like to do? What dreams did you have when you were younger? When you were perhaps getting ready to graduate from high school? Did you or were you able to make any of those dreams come true? If not, is it too late for you to make those dreams come true? What type of life are you currently living? Is the life that you're currently leading getting you closer to any dreams that you've dreamt about or things that you've written about or hoped for? If things have not gone the way you wanted them to go, have you been able to pivot, regroup, reassess? Have you ever willingly or unwillingly been forced to take a detour, get off the the path that you wanted to be on, but something else presented itself and you said, why not? Are you wedded to the old way of doing things? Are you open to change? Are you open to how your life can be different from this day forward? So I came across some writings by Marcus Aurelius. And if you don't know who he is, I would say to Google him. Marcus Aurelius uh, wrote a, I guess it's, it's a book of 
a prominent saying that's called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And so I am currently going through uh, that book. And I will put the link for the book in um, the introduction to the, the podcast once I'm done. But there were approximately 10 Marcus Aurelius quotes, which come from this book that I'm currently reading, that struck me as being um, significant, and I'm going to share them with you. Please feel free to comment or to think about what, if anything, these words mean to you. Number one, waste no more time arguing what a good man should be. And I would add to that good woman. Be one. Number two, if it is not right, do not do it. If it is not true, do not say it. Three. The mind adapts and converts to its own purposes the obstacle to our acting. The impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Number four. Concentrate every minute like a Roman like a man, on doing what's in front of you with precise and seriousness, tenderly, willingly, with justice, and on freeing yourself from all other distractions. Yes, you can. If you do, everything as if it were the last thing you were doing in your life, And stop being aimless. Stop letting your emotions override what your mind tells you. Stop being hypocritical, self-centered, and irritable. You see how few things you have to do to live a satisfying and reverent life. If you can manage this, that's all even the God's can ask of you. We all love ourselves. This is another one. I think this is number six. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinion than our own. I think this is number seven. Not to feel exasperated or defeated, or despondent because your days aren't packed with wise and moral actions, but to get back up when you fail, to celebrate behaving like a human, however imperfectly, and fully embrace the pursuit that you've embarked on. I think this is number seven or eight. I'm losing track. How easy it is to repel 
and to wipe away every impression which is troublesome or unsuitable and immediately to be in all tranquility. You could leave life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. Ambition means trying, excuse me, ambition means tying your well-being to what other people say or do. Sanity means tying it to your own actions. Discard your misconceptions. Stop being jerked like a puppet. Limit yourself to the present. So I've taken the time on this full moon to make a list, which I'm not going to share, but I would recommend in the next couple of days because the effect of the full moon, it's always a few days before, a few days after, that you take the time to reflect upon what's important to you. And during this time of the full moon, what are you releasing? What are you getting rid of? What can you examine about yourself, your life, with the hope of shining a light on moving forward? How you can be more balanced or more centered? For some reason, a word that keeps coming up a lot for me is, or actually two words, temperance and patience. I should look up in Webster's Dictionary what those two words mean. Temperance and patience. In summation, we are all here to do something. If you're lucky, you figure out what it is you would love to do and you do it. For most people, however, that is not reality. Most people either find themselves doing something for the sake of doing it. I would like to say, however, that I've been pretty lucky. I've been blessed that I've been able to to live my life doing some of what I like, some of what I love. But now, hopefully, I have the time to focus as I've spent 
a considerable amount of time figuring out what's important to me and taking the necessary steps to manifest what I would like the rest of my life to look like. It's good, I think, sometimes to look back and me deciding to pull out my high school yearbook in anticipation of my 45th reunion taking place in the 46th year was an excellent time to reflect upon the words that I wrote, not perhaps really understanding the full import of the words that I chose. But in retrospect, the quote was a good quote, and it has indeed served me well. I guess I could say I was a precocious young person, and now I am a precocious senior citizen. Namaste, and I'll just let a few more minutes of the music playing in the background. <laughs> 